Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Uh, well, we officially um, got all of the Halloween stuff out of our house. I don't know if you all have done the same, but all of our decorations are down. Uh, mine stays up year-round, so I don't, I don't know what that life is like. Well... We, at some point, we have to make room for Christmas, so we have to take down the Halloween to make room for the Christmas. Um, I will say it was very painful for a couple reasons. One, Lewis broke. Oh, no. no. Like, he had broken once during the season, and I had fixed him, but then he broke in a way that I am not skilled enough to, like, metal bent until it snapped, which I I don't know. There were just some storms Lewis was not prepared for, I think. Poor I think Lewis. in the future, Lewis needs to be braced against a house. Maybe you bring him inside when there's inclement weather. Don't leave him out there to face the storm. He's so tall. <laughs> we have to put him. We should have put him in the garage. I didn't really think about it, but his whole stand snapped in half, and then his arms came off. Oh, no. It was a gruesome end to the, to the Halloween season. Poor Lewis. I know. I felt so bad. Lewis was permanently broken. Um, and uh, there, what other carnage was there from our... That was the, that was the main like sadness of our, of our Halloween display. Everything else, I think, survived more or less the season and will we'll live to see again. Uh, Char- Cooper was very sad about putting everything away and started trying to hoard all of the Halloween buddies in her bedroom. Oh. So we had to make her pick, like, you can't have all of the Halloween decorations just, like, sitting in your bedroom. (laughs) So we let her keep the things that, like, sit on desks and shelves and, you know, like, those kinds of things. That's fine. But, like, we couldn't just put a bunch of inflatables piled in the middle of her bedroom. That's fair. So she kept baby Lewis. She's actually, she was sleeping with baby Lewis. That fits well with her other stuffy she's got yeah um but uh but we realized we took everything down and then i realized we have a projection up in our window up on the top floor that like looks like there's ghosts up there all the time and like spooky things and we completely forgot about that so we've just been running that 24 7 so now we're just like a house with no decorations and just like projected ghosts in the attic (laughs) just a haunted house now just yes now we're just a haunted house not seasonal just right just all the time, 24-7 haunted house. <laughs> you know. I like that. Mom was all eager to, like, get Christmas up. She was like, so you guys are going to put Christmas right up? And I was like, I'm not ready. I can't. Yeah, I, I can't. Have, it's not. Huh? Oh, I have my Christmas tree up. You already put Christmas up? Well, it's hard when you're not here for half of the Christmas month. Because then it's like, if I wait until after Thanksgiving, I'm here for, like, 10 days before I come back home for Christmas for a month. And then when I come back, it's January. Um, So I feel like I've got to get started early or else there's just no point. Well, and I mean, I don't know about you all, but we don't really do anything for Thanksgiving, like decoration wise. No, I have some fall decorations, like general fall. But those just kind of stay up from like September to December. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any hay bales or... Corn. Corn. Yeah. Turkeys. Scarecrows. This is the time for scarecrows. the scarecrow. 
giant cornucopias. No, I don't have I don't any know. of that. P- yeah, I don't pie. have any Pies. You mm. could put you could put a big pie in your front yard. Where's that inflatable? Just a big old pie. I bet if it there was a, okay. Imagine like a giant pie with like a piece cut out of it, you know, so it looks really like like yummy. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a great inflatable. Uh-huh. I I would put that. Okay. Okay. I don't know if there's a market for Thanksgiving inflatables. Well, there is. It's me. If <laughs> if there <laughs> if there was a pie inflatable and like a turkey inflatable, I'm sure and, there's a turkey. Well, but I don't mean a I don't mean a oh, living you, you mean a dead <laughs> cooked turkey. You want the an inflatable carcass of a of a once well, living bird in your in don't your say front. carcass like that. It, I it's mean a like carcass. I mean like the cartoon turkey, you know, that you see but or like a a bowl of mashed potatoes. Just di- oh. You just want dinner, and you you want just some peas, maybe some stuffing. Yes, and like an inflatable of that canned cranberry stuff. <laughs> can, you, can you do it without the can? Can you just have an inflatable tube-shaped mass of of cranberry? M- cranberry, yeah. I would put okay. I would put those in our front yard. Justin would a hundred percent be on board with this. We would definitely put up Halloween or I mean Thanksgiving dinner inflatables in our front yard if they existed i don't know if we we may be the only ones so then there's no market for it really like right you can't make a product for one one household but you just need a like a custom inflatable guy oh man i bet that guy exists if you're out there if you're a custom inflatable person please reach out to me (laughs) the internet is telling me that you can get this turkey that's holding a pie so that's a good that's a good guy um, that's pretty start. good. This showed up right up top, which is just an inflatable turkey, but like, like it's, the dinner, but like hand hand sized, like you could hold it. Oh, like a realistic looking. Yeah, which, yeah, not like yard size. No, I mean, I guess you could just get that and put it in your yard. You get a bunch of them, string them together, <laughs> have like a garland of just turkeys hanging from your roof. <laughs> I yeah. like this. Um, I like this. The other yeah, thing I could it. do is. Remember when we accidentally grew corn in our front yard that one time? No. You? Yeah. Like at your no. current house? No. Mom and dad grew corn in our front yard when we were little. It was an accident. It was just like growing in the flower bed. And then mom was excited about it. And so then we just had corn growing out of the front yard for a little bit. Hmm. Sound, sounds I don't, right. <laughs> I don't think it ever, like, fruited. Is that the right? <laughs> Bore fruit. I don't think it ever corned. And that's it was the, just that's definitely the correct term. <laughs> it was just the leafy part, like it was the stalk and the leafy part, but it never corned. Now here's an idea. Here's a costume that is an inflatable turkey costume, like that you can wear. That's a big inflatable suit. You buy so that, I could just and one of you, front. like you rotate like a schedule, mm-hmm. and one of you is just always standing out front or laying if you'd like to look like you know like. Like a turkey, like set for dinner, you, you could kind of like lay on the ground. You repurpose the remains of Lewis into the turkey suit, Ooh. and he lives again as a turkey. Turkey Lewis. Yeah. E- either that, or we look at the girls and say, "Hey, look, you've never had an allowance before. Here's your chance to earn it." 
stand out front in this inflatable turkey. <laughs> Let's get two of them. Have one on each side of your door. These are Thanksgiving decorations I could get on board with. My issue with Thanksgiving decorations is the season is so short. I feel like Halloween, like all of October feels like Halloween. And uh, if you celebrate Christmas, I feel like all of December feels like Christmas. You know, like as it gets cold, even like right after Thanksgiving, you know, end of November, we start into Christmas. But Thanksgiving, it's like, how long am I going to put up these decorations for like a week? Like All of November. I just feel like, I don't know, like right now, I don't feel like I'm in the Thanksgiving season. You know what I mean? We're a week into November and it's like, I feel like it's Thanksgiving once I'm like, it's Wednesday before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving things are happening. There's no like pre-Thanksgiving celebration that anyone does that we do at least. Like it's not like October where like you can do general Halloween activities like haunted houses or carved pumpkins or anything like that or like same for Christmas. Like Thanksgiving is just like the day. I think it's also tough that it's a holiday where like, I mean, really, what is the event you eat? Like, that's it, right? And then like, then whatever else you do is your family specific stuff, right? Like, yeah, you might play football or whatever. That's very specific. Generally speaking, the only unifying thing about it is we eat. And then the history behind it is problematic and sketchy, right? Like, we've deconstructed a lot of that now to say, like, do we all feel good about this? Do we all feel good about, you know, the the mythos here? Or have we undone a lot of that? And so then it starts to fall apart. Like, if it doesn't have a core, like, Halloween that we can get behind, and if the traditions are so disparate, other than just eat, like, that's it. That's the one. I don't know. I feel like it, it falls apart a little bit. It doesn't get as exciting from a, like, shared societal experience perspective as halloween or christmas can be you know what i mean yeah well because every other holiday has eat as part of it it's just also got something else like eat plus spooky halloween eat plus tree that's that's christmas (laughs) eat plus tree yeah presents (laughs) Presents i guess that would be better (laughs) yeah that's that's fine but thanksgiving is just eat that's just it that's eat and like i don't know like Eating is great. I love I'm I'm not like knocking eating. I do like eating. And I like I like several of the Thanksgiving foods. And I like the idea of getting together with family. Like I'm not knocking any of that. I'm just saying like the only thing that everyone is supposed to do is eat. And then anything else is up to you. I I don't know. Well, I, f- I feel like the the rest of the country agrees with the the um dismissal of Thanksgiving because I don't know. I live across the street from a Five Below, one of those like discount stores, and mm-hmm. they started. They put out their Christmas merch, and they started playing Christmas music November first. <laughs> I walked in and I was like, "Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no!" Target and was the then same I bought way. Some cute ornaments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tar- Target had while I was there looking for Halloween decorations, they already had a sh- had like a section of the Halloween area was being filled with Christmas stuff. It was like it was, I don't know, it felt like some sort of like thing that was just like magically happening. Like Halloween decorations are slowly just turning into Christmas decorate. Like every time you turn around, it's like, oh crap, where did that come from? I know that was a pumpkin a second ago. Tis the season. But yeah. Uh, t- tis the darn season. Well, Wrong, I was trying to help you transition. Wrong album, your, but I appreciate the I know, effort. But I, 
that's that was a good that was a good callback. That was a good that was a good reference. Good job. Let's try. It was good. It was good. It was a good okay. job. Okay. Um, even though to to the dismay of one person I saw on Spotify that said, I love this podcast, but I'm so tired of Taylor Swift. Um, we're talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> um Well, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell people anymore. Like it's it's been the one consistent in my life um for like 15 years now so it's all i've got really um in terms of things i consume and enjoy um so sorry (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah taylor swift re-released another album a taylor's version so yes uh you had you had given us this assignment and then uh, a couple days later, I looked at Charlie and I said, hey, I'm supposed to listen to uh, Taylor Swift for our next episode. And Charlie said, oh, yeah, which one? And I was like, well, whatever the, the new one, you know, the new one that just came out. And she looked at me and said, you don't know. And I said, well, <laughs> baby sis told me, but I just don't. It's whatever the new one, the new one, you know, the new one that, that she just came out with. And she was like, oh, my God, mother. And <sighs> <sighs> was so disappointed. <laughs> And I was like, it's the new new one. I figured if I looked like new one. I mean, yeah. But like, I didn't just say listen to the new Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? There was was a name there. I know. It's it's 1989. um, Which is the year she was born. So that's why it's called that. Um, Yes. But yeah, this album originally came out almost a decade ago in 2014. Um, It was a big deal because... I think it's still like the most awarded pop album of all time um, or female Mm. pop album, but uh, it was her first pop album before this. She was still doing, it was pop, but it was still listed as country and it was a lot of, you know, country feeling stuff. The album that has all too well read that has all that stuff that was right before this one. Um, So she was still in country realm. Is this the one she won the infamous award for? No, that was her, uh, that was uh, Fearless, I think. That was oh, like her okay. second album. That was her first okay. real like big win. Um, I didn't know, I don't, I, I connect that, I don't connect that to a, th- you know what I mean? You like say, I know I've. You mean the one where Kanye came up and said, I'm gonna let you finish, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. She was like still in high school when that happened. Um, uh. But uh yeah, this that's this, a t- that's a terrible moment that I anytime it comes up like in a compilation of videos I have to like fast forward because it's too hard. I'm like no, yeah, um, definitely one of those cultural cultural reset moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was this was a bit later, um, 2014. She was in her her New York era, her New York era, her New York era. Um, she had just moved to New York. That's why, oh. the, yeah, she had moved to New York from doing all, you know, the, the Nashville scene. She was in country mode. Then she wrote a pop album, moved to New York, and thus 1989 was born. And and started it off with the song Welcome to New York. Exactly. There you go. Um, she uh, The big thing about this whole era was she was in her quote-unquote girl, girl squad was when mm. she had like all these pictures of her out hanging out with like um Gigi Hadid and Carly Kloss and Selena Gomez and I know that one. Mhm. The other two are models. Oh. Um 
but she said actually in the in like the opening little memo letter she wrote before the re-release she said that you know so much of the conversation around her and media had been sexualizing her talking about her relationships or who she was dating and all this stuff and she said she thought if she would just be seen in public with like her female friends that you know no one could talk about that with her um and obviously that is not the case still were there were a lot of rumors about her like you know dating some of her female friends and well are there are there songs on this album that are about like are there more is there is a new um guy in gonna be in trouble now that this album is out well it's interesting as each album comes out i notice that some famous guy has like a bad couple months is who's gonna have a bad couple months it's interesting you say that because there are a couple songs on this album that the first time it came out everyone was like "Mm, this is about harry styles but everyone was also kind of under the impression like well general media i shouldn't say everyone like i know everybody just the general consensus was like that was maybe a pr relationship like it wasn't clear how actually they were together if that makes sense like it was like they were seen in public together a couple times but it wasn't like i don't know no one was sure if they were actually together if it was a pr thing because that was when one direction was just becoming like a big deal um but now that it's been re-released several of the vault tracks on this actually maybe all of them or at least like three out of five of them um are also very clearly about harry styles but are a lot more um uh, i don't want to say angry they're not angry but just like have more digs at the relationship than the ones that were on the album when it first came out. Mm. Make it seem like it was actually maybe more of a real thing than the public was under the impression. So maybe Harry Styles is going to have a bad couple months. Well, Harry Styles is already so popular with all the people who also like Taylor Swift that it seems less like he's having a bad couple months and more so people are like... This has changed my whole perception of what mm. I thought happened between Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. Because they've been seen, like, you know, talking in the past couple of years at award shows and, um, you know, they plus, seem friendly. Plus, in, you know, something that's probably working in Harry Styles' favor is um, Britney Spears has made sure that Justin Timberlake is going to have. That's just not going to be a couple of months. <laughs> no. No. So that's, I think, sucking a lot of that oxygen right now in terms of who's going to have a bad time. So that's very fair. Thank you, Britney Spears. Yeah. I'm sure Harry is, is thankful for Britney for many reasons, but maybe most of which I, is that right now. You know, I'm personally thankful for Britney Spears a lot of the time. <laughs> that's, that's just me. That's what I'm thankful for this year, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Um, I uh, I just hope she's doing okay. That's I, <laughs> there's my little. I'm I'm thinking about you, Brittany. I'm thinking about her and seeing clips from her book all over my internet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I d- I have not read it, but TikTok has read a lot of it to me. Yeah, me too. Um. Yeah. Uh, no, I was curious because there was a song when I looked at the track list, there was a song called Wonderland mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, well, now is this about John Mayer? Didn't we already do him? No, they already did him. Um, 
and he was two albums ago. Wonderland okay. is in like the Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah, I get you now. Which a lot of people speculated was about Diana Agron, aka Quinn from Glee, um, because they were very good friends at the time, and mm-hmm. she had a, an Alice in Wonderland tattoo that now oh. she has gotten removed. Um, mm. Yeah. And they, like, also kind of stopped hanging out suddenly. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I had no idea because, to me, since I didn't, like, get albums as they came out with, with Taylor Swift, um, a lot of the songs just became, like, the songs I knew and the songs I wasn't as familiar. You know, mm-hmm. like, the, I, they weren't album-specific in my head. It was just like, oh, yeah, I've heard that song and, oh, that's a new one to me. Uh, there were a lot of songs that I this apparently was one that was everywhere because I knew a lot of the songs off this yeah this was I mean this was like it was very controversial for all the people that supported her as a country artist because they thought she was like you know giving up on country music and selling out almost to make pop music but it also was like a big deal for her career because Mm -hmm. it was it put her solidly in the mainstream of like pop music and music in general, yeah. not just like, oh, I've heard of Taylor Swift. She's that country singer. It's like, oh, that's that shake it off girl. <laughs> like that's, that's that shake it off girl. I mean, yeah, every, everyone freaking knows shake it off. I think. Yeah, I that that was the no, that was the song that um, as we were listening to the album, when we got to shake it off. Charlie was like, ah, oh, this is the first Taylor Swift song that I loved. <laughs> And I was like, really? This is the first one you loved? And she was like, yeah, because of that Disney version. I remember Did you all that. ever see the Disney Shake It Off? The Disney version? I did okay. because of Charlie. There is a video that, I mean, I think it was pretty viral on YouTube. Like, among kids, I will say. This was not, you are not the target demo for this, Tay. This is definitely aimed at, at little kids. I did kids. not think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> um... <laughs> But it is a lot of people dressed up as every Disney character you can think of out in a field somewhere performing Shake It Off, but subtly changing the lyrics here and there to make it about Disney princesses. Oh, okay. (laughs) But not very much. Like, it's still very much Shake It Off, but then there's little changes here and there. Like... I don't know. Ariel's line is instead of I never miss a beat, it's I don't have any feet. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mermaid. Um, do you want to guess how many views that video has, by the way? I just looked it up because I was curious. Lots. Millions. 14 uh, million. 103 million. Oh. That's crazy. I would say we are about 100,000 of those just because of how often Charlie and Cooper, especially Charlie and then eventually Cooper too, were obsessed with that for a while. And we watched it over and over. And so much so that when I hear the song Shake It Off, there's a part at the end where all the Disney princesses do runs over it. (laughs) Like, like you have, I mean, it's hard to explain without hearing it, but there's a part of the end where as they're just doing the shake it off, shake it off, there's like Disney princesses over top going, ah, like, who is that girl I see? And all this, and I know all the things they do, and they're in my head, so we're listening to shake it off, and I'm doing it 
with that. And Charlie's like, shut up. No, you're ruining Taylor Swift. And I'm like, this is what you did to me. <laughs> so many copyright anyway. violations in one video. Oh, There's so no way. Th- it's not an it's not an officially Disney thing. It's just a no. No. Oh. It's just like no. people and I mean it's like one of those quote unquote weird videos where it's like who is the audience for this except like young children who are having free reign on their parents' YouTube. Mm. Unsupervised children. <laughs> Let's check the group message. Uh, we've got something in the group message this week, and it is just in time uh, for the holidays. I want to talk to you about story worth because it can be hard to know what kind of uh, gifts to get your loved ones sometimes, like even people you know super well and you know a lot about their life. Sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm not sure what they'd want. Um, and I don't, you know, like maybe they're just not a person who asks for a lot of stuff. And so story worth is there to help you with uh, with something that your loved one would really enjoy that can kind of bring you closer to somebody that you're already close to and gives you uh, some great gifts ideas if you're looking for them. So what is StoryWorth? It's an online service um, that can help you preserve memories and stories. Um, it's really simple to do. Every week, StoryWorth or email whoever you choose, your relative, your friend, whoever you, you want to know more about their life, you know, a thought-provoking question of your choice. So they give you options. You don't have to come up with them on your own if you don't want to. And there's questions like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? So things you probably haven't thought to just like sit down and ask, right? And then uh, your loved one or relative or whoever you send this present to can uh, uh, fill in, you know, whatever they want to, whatever they'd like to share. Photos even can uh, can be part of it, not just stories, not just words, but, but photos. And then after a year, StoryWorth will compile all of this, their stories, their pictures, into a beautiful keepsake book. And then you can share that uh, through the generations. And so it's a really nice way to uh, feel even closer to the people that you're close to. And uh, it's a great gift idea if you're looking for them. And that you can learn more about somebody that you that you care about. So uh, with StoryWorth, give those you love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. If you want to do this, you go to storyworth.com slash stillbuffering and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash stillbuffering to save $10 on your first purchase. There are so many there are so many weird videos where it's like here to usually a lot of the ones and this is just the time frame. A lot of the ones that I was familiar with, there were two adult women dressed as Anna and Elsa who are like, I don't know, like cooking dinner or like playing in the backyard or something like they're just like in a house. And then like Spider-Man shows up with pizzas for some reason. I don't know. These were the. I'm not sure what the other than that people are dressed as characters. They're never doing anything exciting, really. Sometimes they're slime. Makes sense. <laughs> oh, probably so. kids see the characters in the thumbnail and they're like, mm, "Yes, yeah, Spider-Man." Yeah, I mean, I, I like for some reason there was a whole lot of videos that were mainly like princess stories, like it was about a Disney princess, but then at some point Spider-Man would show up. <laughs> I don't know. Crossover events, lots of them. But anyway, so the so the the Disney version of Shake It Off uh, is the only version that's in my head. So anytime I hear Taylor Swift sing Shake It Off, all I can think of is Taylor's oldest time. 
It's so funny to me that Charlie is having like nostalgic, like throwback listening experiences to Taylor Swift because I mean, once she's nine, like it's funny just the idea of a nine year old having like nostalgic throwback listening experiences to anything. Um, you're so little, but also like that album literally came out the year she was born. Like you are the same <laughs> age. This is this, you are the same age as this album. This is Aww. your whole life. Um, that's pretty crazy, but. That's funny to think about. Well, and she definitely, like, as she went back and was kind of discovering Taylor Swift, like, as she was old enough to, you know, she's at that age where you start finding the music you like mm-hmm. when you start to, like, realize. I mean, she's still kind of young for that, but she's starting to realize, like, I can pick things. I don't have to listen to what mommy and daddy listen to. And I also want to pick things that aren't necessarily, like, Disney music like nothing yeah. wrong with Disney music I still listen to Disney music but I want to pick like my own pop music um, but I think like especially some of the music videos that go along with this album she really like I cannot tell you how many times I've seen the music video for Bad Blood mm-hmm. that was a big deal mm. That was, it had a lot of famos she was declaring war on Katy Perry is that what that's Ooh, what is that, that was that is that is, is who it? that song is about yeah okay oh yeah oh i didn't she, know that she's gathering her troops and uh-huh. making an aggression in the direction of katie perry yeah um what beef did lena dunham <laughs> have with katie perry well i don't i mean if if taylor's got beef with katie perry lena dunham has beef with katie perry it's just that's how squad works that's her girl squad <laughs> That yeah. she had in real life during this era, but now they are fighting a war against Katy Perry, represented by Selena Gomez in the music video. All those people hung out. Hey, you had to like pick a side, and yeah. okay, who all is in that? Um, well, okay, she hung out with a lot of them, like Zendaya, Selena Gomez, okay, Carly Kloss, okay, Cara Delevingne. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, Hadid, Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid. I forget which one. Bottles, um, but like, uh, Mariska Hargitay from SVU, yeah, and Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy. There, I was it. about to ask, wasn't Meredith Grey in that? Yeah, so she didn't hang out with them, but okay, her her cat's well, name. The age difference is what I, I'm trying yeah. to picture. Like a very young. Taylor Swift, who has just like arrived in New York to like start her big pop career and hang out with like people her age and models and look like cool on the scene, hanging out with Meredith Gray, who at that point was, I mean, I I believe Ellen Pompeo is older than me. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Her two her two cats names, Taylor Swift's cats names that she got around this time, I believe, are Meredith and Olivia. Um, after Meredith Grey and Olivia Benson, they were two favorite shows, so she got them on there to also be in her squad. They they represent okay. her cats mm-hmm. as part ah. of that. Okay. They represent her cats? No, oh, it's Meredith and Olivia. Those are her two cats. That was before she had Benjamin. She has had the two. I, I Can you imagine going to those actresses and being like, well, here's here's <laughs> the deal. You're going to rep symbolically represent one of Taylor Swift's cats <laughs> in a music video. 
Now that's so rough. To be fair, that's so I don't because LA Pompeo has been star of. I now, mean, I don't. I don't really watch Grey's Anatomy anymore, but like I did, and it's a. It's still a huge, like long running culturally significant tv show right? i don't know if it's canon they represent her cats i think that is, <laughs> is why now. they are i mean now it is but i think that's why that she like she invited them like those were her two favorite shows and like you know recognizable actresses that she was like oh imagine you know getting a cameo of them in there but yeah. i mean now you know they're well just, they're her cats and you had to imagine that their their people were saying like you, you it's a Taylor like this is this is a demographic the Taylor Swift music video like you need to be in this if you can I don't know yeah well, I mean yeah, it's it was right before <laughs> all like streaming blew up you know so like uh Grey's Anatomy and SVU both are wildly popular among my generation now but not because we were of age to be watching them when they were airing but because we've w- gone back and rewatched them on like Netflix and Hulu so, why, you know, why they wouldn't SVU? have necessarily been like our, our actresses. Why? What do you mean? Why SVU? I, I guess I just mean that. Why? I, guess, <laughs> that's a, I think that's a fair question. <laughs> I get. I, okay. Great Anatomy is easier for me to understand in part because it's medical and I like medical stuff too. But like, it's also like so much about the relationships and the drama and like, it's got a very soapiness to it. Right. Like the. In, in like all of the flings with the different couples and mm-hmm. they recouple and people have like secret affairs. I don't know. It's like it's way more dramatic than like your typical hospital show. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I get that. Why SVU? Uh, do you mean like societally or like why did yeah, Taylor Swift isn't it like just it? More like Because I can't answer that. I don't I don't know her personally. I like the idea that everybody's got like that thing that made them want to move to New York and it's Taylor Swift's SVU. (laughs) (laughs) There are constantly dead people in the East River. I gotta be there. (laughs) That, I mean, because like, it's like pretty, it's like a procedural more, right? Um, Yeah. I mean, it's a CSI. It's like a crime procedural. Yeah. And there are a bunch of them too, aren't there? Like, yeah, I thought there were like a bunch of different, yeah, cities. brands of SVU. Yeah. Well, SV, there's the one SVU. That's the one with Mariska. <laughs> it's it's all Law and Order. It's That's all what Law it and is. Order. Yeah, yeah. But SVU oh. is like the it, it's in New York. It's not you know yeah. there are no but there's branches not... of SVU, but there are branches of Law and Order. Oh. Okay, so there's no SVU Miami or something. No, just SVU. No, there's Law and Order Miami probably. Yeah. I, I I wish she had brought some of that into the lyrics of Welcome to New York because Welcome to New York sounds like a song that was written by someone, not even someone, like an AI trying to process what New York is like, which I love it for that, but it's like people live in apartments and wear coats and some <laughs> of them are gay. <laughs> That's that's it. Yeah, there you so go. That's it. That's that's what I hear about New York. What Could've what else you brought, got there, Tay? Is that it? That's it. That's that's what we 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 live in apartments. We wear coats, and some of us, in fact, are gay. That's what it says under the "Welcome to New York" sign: apartments. Period. Coats. Period. Gay. Period. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Gay parentheses. Some of us. <laughs> that's, that's it. Welcome to New York. 
It's a very different energy if you contrast this to like when Miley Cyrus left Nashville. And I mean, because if you think about like her song Party in the USA, that's her arriving in L.A., right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. isn't that her departure and welcome to the big city? Only hers is welcome to L.A. Yeah, but their trajectories make a lot of sense in the New York versus L.A. debate, I feel like. Like, yeah. Miley went to LA and then, like, I don't know what, ate glitter and hung out with giant teddy bears and danced around pools for a while. And then she, mm-hmm. you know, kind of found herself. And I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a Taylor Swift work code. Well, and Taylor Swift went to New York and became a billionaire. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, that, that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I do, I do think that kind of makes sense. And, like, if, if the coasts have personalities. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely. Taylor Swift went to New York and said, I'm going to write the most successful records in pop music history and become a billionaire. And then I'm going to make an already famous football player more famous. <laughs> Gotta have your priorities. Now, now the, the Katy Perry, Taylor Swift beef is, is no longer, correct? Yeah. Well, they were in the, the you need to calm down music video together. Okay. Um, Katy Perry burger came and fries. dressed as yeah I forget which one was which was Katy Perry a burger Taylor Swift was fries or is it the other way around I forget but yeah she uh, was a burger at the Met Gala I'm assuming she was a burger in the video right I bet you're right I think she was a burger <laughs> she was a burger at the Met Gala <laughs> and they hugged wasn't she I like that if true I don't know yeah uh, she was a chandelier but I thought she was a burger too I don't know pop uh, culture yeah they're they're fine now I guess they're fine. I um I didn't realize that I liked the song Wildest Dreams. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um I didn't I don't know if I had connected in my head that that was a Taylor Swift song even. <laughs> I don't know. Where did but you I hear heard that it song? I was like, oh, I like that song. Did the Disney princesses oh, do a version yeah. of that as no, well that you're familiar with? I don't know, but. I really like that song. That was probably my really favorite one. one off the album. I mean, when you remove the fact that like. I don't know how to rank songs that I've heard so many times. You know, there are songs in this album that I've heard so many times yeah. and that my children adore. And so it's weird to think like, what song do I, I mean, I'll always dance to shake it off. Like I'm never going to not think that's a fun song. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like and blank, blank space. I was going to say, I like blank space because it's like a horror movie Yeah, as a song. Like, the first time you hear it, it's like, oh, it's romantic. And then you listen to the lyrics. I'm like, no, this is terrifying. <laughs> this woman is scary. Yeah. And then you watch the music video and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'll murder me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like I like Blank Space a lot. Um, Charlie really loves that one. That's another one. We watch that music video a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like one important piece of lore to add to the the canon here to understand um i guess several of the i guess it's mentioned in some of the vault tracks but from the original album um out of the woods which Mm -hmm. i i really like um taylor swift and harry styles were in a snowmobile accident when they were dating um like he was driving it she was on the back and they crashed so that is why there's a part in out of the woods about remember when you hit the brakes too soon 20 stitches in a hospital room Uh, that is them in their accident and then also in um 
I think it's now that we don't talk mm-hmm. the vault track when she says yeah red blood white snow you lost control yeah she was really mad about that yeah, snowmobile yeah. accident that was yeah. a big deal well it was one of those things that she brought up several times to make sure like I'm not going to specifically say who I'm singing about but you know who I'm singing about is style about him I mean his name is Harry Styles so well, <laughs> do it that way you will <laughs> Well, I I didn't really click when we were listening. I think that was the one. I can't remember if it was Style or I think it was that. It, where Justin said he had a new favorite Taylor Swift song. <laughs> that's really funny. I'm pretty sure that's what the one that was the one he said that during. Um we were listening as a family until Cooper started yelling at us that she couldn't hear the TV and then we had to leave the room. Sure. Yeah, that one, I mean, again, she never says who her songs are about, but. It is called Style. It's called Style. Like, yeah. I, What's your favorite song off this album? Um, my personal favorite is Clean. Um, mm. I think it's very underrated because it didn't, you know, blow up the same as, um, like, Blank Space and Shake It Off and all those. Um, mm-hmm. But I really like Clean. And uh, I really like. Um, uh, is it over now? Which is the new last song on the album in the the Taylor's version? Yeah, those are good. Tay was Blank Space your favorite? Um, yeah, I like I, I'm, some of the new ones, the the Vault tracks. I mm-hmm. like Say Don't Go mm-hmm. and uh, Now That We Don't Talk. I thought those were fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I classically, yes, I, I do love Blank Space, the, the horror movie of Taylor Swift. I love Blank Space, Sydney. Uh, like I said, I I really enjoy the song Wildest Dreams, which I didn't realize was a Taylor Swift song. But yeah, mm. I like the newer ones too. I liked I liked the um, Now That We Don't Talk, I like that one a lot. Mm. And then, I mean, I, like I said, I will always, if I'm flipping through songs on the radio for the girls in the car, especially, but I mean, even just me alone, if Blank Space is on, I'm always going to stop there. Yeah. Um, shake it off most of the time. I would say, you know what? It's funny. I know Bad Blood was a huge thing, probably as much from the music video. You'd th- I mm-hmm. mean, with all those celebrities in it and stuff. I would say it's not one of my favorite songs off the album, though. Mm-hmm. It's good. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a good song, but it wouldn't have been one of my favorites, I don't think. Yeah. It was just like I knew it right away. It definitely, uh, it it has the vibes of a lot of people think it's off of Reputation, which I don't, I don't think yeah. we talked about, but it's the album that came after this one. Um, is that yeah. what she's doing next? Yes. Well, there's only two left. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that one would be next because the only other one after that is her debut album called Taylor Swift. Mm. So a lot of people thought she would end with Taylor Swift, Taylor's version. Um, so yeah. Are there are there clues you need to share with us to the next album before we finish here? I mean... <laughs> I think, well, the only one that I really know of, like, for sure, uh, we talked about, I think, before this one came out, actually, because it was a clue about this one and the next one. Um, it was in the Karma music video when she came out with Midnight's and released the Karma music video. She's holding mm-hmm. a coffee cup that has, like, a latte art clock in the top of the coffee, and she's got a nail that's painted black for Reputation, a nail that's painted light blue for 1989, and next mm-hmm. to the clock when she's holding the cup, the blue is next to the eight 
and the black was next to the two. And she announced 1989 in August, in the eighth oh, month. Okay. So that's what people think she'll announce Reputation um, in February. But when she released Reputation okay. the first time, she didn't announce it. She said there will be no explanation. There's just Reputation. And it just, like, <laughs> was there. So, I don't know. Oh, my God. So it could just, like, happen. It could just happen. Who knows? No warning. Um, but, yeah, this one has long been my personal favorite Taylor Swift album. Um hmm. I think because I was probably like you were saying about Charlie um, having her own taste in music. I was like 13 or 14 when this came out. So it felt like I was just hitting that age where I thought I was old enough to be like, "Mm, this is what I like. And this came out and it, you know, Mm -hmm. blew up and uh, I listened to it on repeat. I was able to listen to it on like an iPod instead of having to have someone go drive me to buy the CD. Um, So, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening to it. I've been I've been looking forward to this re-record more than all the others. So I'm excited we finally got to talk about it. Yeah. Well, thank you. We had fun. Um, all four of us. Um, what's next, Sydney? Uh, well, um, I wanted to do something completely different. No, <laughs> uh, I thought it would be fun to watch um, the old animated Robin Hood, the one with the mm. cute fox. You know. Yeah. Lost, launched a thousand furries yes yeah. yes yes <laughs> that one uh i thought that would be a fun movie that we could go back and watch um that would that would follow our rules but also um i genuinely loved so and the girls haven't seen it so i'm gonna make them oh, good um but so it's been a while since anyway thank it. you thank you riley for sharing 1989 with us thank you um this morning we couldn't get Alexa to play any of it to um, we the girls wanted to listen to it again before they left for school and Justin was trying to play it and we couldn't get Spotify to work and we couldn't get Amazon Music to work and I heard him say play 1989 Taylor's version on Apple Music <gasps> and I was like yes! finally you've been vindicated I win! <laughs> this is how I listen to music. Um, but then that wouldn't work either. So never mind. Oh, there was just our well, Alexa was broken. The internet was down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the internet. It was the internet all along. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Well, but those are probably all places that you might be able to listen to this album. <laughs> just make sure you say Taylor's version. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you all. Thank you, listeners. You should go to MaximumFun.org and check out lots of great uh, podcasts that you would enjoy. You can email us at stillbuffering at MaximumFun.org. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Mind. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And I am too. Too. Don't worry, I was able to just get Apple Music on my phone. So, that was fun. <laughs> Sydney to the music rescue. <laughs> you can also just Google YouTube video of oh my God. Taylor Swift's song and then type in the song. And if you Google that, sometimes it'll come up. I can't believe you're Googling YouTube video. It works. <laughs> 
What is up, people of the world? Do you have an argument that you keep having with your friends and you just can't seem to settle it? And you're sitting there arguing about whether it's Star Trek or Star Wars, or you can't decide what is the best nut, or can't agree on what is the best cheese. Stop doing that. Listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal, only on Max Fun. Your topics asked and answered objectively, definitively, for all time. So don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.